0: lot of music this morning <laughs> here we go on a sunday morning in las vegas i'm brian feldman and this is out of line we are here live in the fox sports residential bank corp with on cue financial studio every sunday at eight on fox sports radio 98.9 fm and 1340 a.m a flagship of the vegas golden knights and sister station of raiders nation radio that we also include social media director spencer the Wiz Oztrovsky. Uh, along with producer Chris Magnum-Chapman, who aside from producing and being a part of a lot of shows here at Lotus Broadcasting, Mags also serves as the locker room reporter for the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network and the host of the UNLV football pre Pre-game show which is just around the corner and that is broadcast on our sister station ESPN Radio Las Vegas. We are also streaming on the LV Sports Network and you can watch the show live on Facebook Live and on Twitch. The page is called Out of Line. That's O-U-T-T-A-L-I-N-E. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Out of Line Fox LV and since we are live your calls and questions are welcome. The Fox Sports Residential Bank Corp with OnQ Financial. Studio line is 702-876-13
1: Hi, this is Bubby,
0: and it's time for What's on Tap. What's on Tap, brought to you by title sponsor, Residential Bank Corp. with OnQ Financial. Whether purchasing a new home or refinancing the home you already own, Residential Bank Corp. with OnQ Financial is the company to turn to for all of your home financing needs, Residential Bank Corp. and OnQ Q Financial, Funding America, one neighborhood at a time. Call 702-964-5720 to get information on all of the home financing options currently available in the state of Nevada. On tap, battle for Vegas at the Las Vegas ballpark. The Aces keep rolling. Raiders camp officially opens with the veterans on Tuesday. What's the deal with Jimmy G and Josh Jacobs? We got you. New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers talks about his NFL future and pay. And time permitting, we'll talk some women's World Cup soccer and Las Vegas Aviators baseball. That's what's on tap. If you are looking to buy a home or to refinance the home you currently own, contact Residential Bank Corp with OnQ Financial, the company that is funding America one neighborhood at a time. Call 702 964 5720 for details on current home financing options right now available in the state of nevada and before we get started man yesterday I uh, got my CCW and uh, never really been a big gun guy. I hunted when I was younger, never killed anything, but went out and had fun and owned a hiding rifle years ago and got a handgun from a friend's uh, one of my best friends who passed away. His daughter gave me a handgun during the pandemic. I never even really took it out of its case. It's been sitting there for years. I have a really good friend now who is a realtor um, and she uh, is also a former um, a former Metro here in Las Vegas. She is a CC instructor. She's also does so many things. A teacher, a belly dancer. This woman does everything, but she is a firearms expert. And I got to tell you, it was really cool going through that class, getting educated on firearms, safeties, rules, and regulations. I learned a great deal, and it wasn't a political thing. It's nothing like that for me. It's something I got a long time ago, more or less for self-defense and protection, and just something I keep, not something I really carry around or anything like that. But you know, if you are going to own one, and if it is something under your radar it's it's you definitely want to take one of these classes. You want to get acclimated. You want to know the proper techniques and definitely the laws regarding gun. And uh, uh, Christine Moran, again, she's with Urban Nest Realty, a good friend of mine, and I thank her so much for yesterday. I'll try to get some pictures for Spencer for next week. I can show you, but we went out to the range after I got done t- t- taking and passing the test, went out to the range off of Dean Martin Boulevard, and um, I hadn't shot a handgun in years and years and years. This is just really a cool experience, and again, the education itself was, I, I really enjoyed it much more than I thought that I would. So pretty cool. And anyways, uh, Christine is going to, we're going to be running some spots for her in the future. And anyone that ever has questions, uh, it's Miranda Kind is the name of her business. It is excellent. If you have any questions, call me personally. I'll give out my number at 702-964-5720. I'd be happy to uh, get you hooked up with Christine and get you to do this. Because again, I, think that, I just think it's hugely important if you are a gun advocate or, or you're interested Definitely, definitely get involved in the safety classes. Learn about, you know, those CCW laws. And uh, I just think it's vitally important, especially with all that goes on in this country. I'll leave it alone at that. Um, guys, Spencer, go ahead and hit nightcap. we got a lot to talk about today, so let's go ahead and get started. Hockey players, as you know, are warriors. They don't give up. They come to
1: play every game. It's time for Nightcap, a cup full of the Vegas Golden Knights. From highlights to interviews to special events, the puck starts here.
0: Well, you know, I've always started the, the show since the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, you know, the inaugural 2017-2018 season. I've always started the show with them, even in the offseason. And, uh, you know, part of the reason initially it was for just the fad of it was the Vegas Golden Knights, the first major Professional sports team franchise in Las Vegas, and so I thought, you know, hey man, it, it's big news. Little did I think, six plus years later, I'd still be opening the show with Nightcap. But they've earned it, man. The Vegas Golden Knights have become the talk of this town for the last couple of years. They united this city after the tragedy of October first of two thousand seventeen, and it's just been straight uphill since then. Um, a few bumps in the roads here and there, some changes, but it's acclimated Las Vegas and even the Western United States. Into hockey. I know that when the Kings won their couple Stanley Cups, people started paying more attention. Probably started playing, really paying attention to hockey a little bit in the West Coast when Gretzky joined the Kings years ago. But again, the Vegas Golden Knights winning this Stanley Cup, being the first expansion team to make a championship series, their inaugural season, and then culminating with what Bill Foley kind of acted like Nostradamus and said, in six years, we're going to build this team to win a Stanley Cup. Everything, it was a perfect storm. Everything just worked out, and again, that's why I feel the need to open every show still with the Vegas Golden Knights until otherwise noted. As long as this team's successful and the talk of Las Vegas, why wouldn't you open a sports talk show, a local one, with the Vegas Golden Knights? But again, not much to talk about Uh, right now. It's kind of a little quiet other than yesterday. They had what was called the Battle for Vegas Charity Softball uh, um, for charity. Over $200,000 raised, and again, it's going to the Maximum Hope Foundation, um, founded by Brad Garrett. Pretty cool, and probably the coolest thing other than the fact that William Carlson who as you talked about wasn't so great a couple years ago Chris ends up getting the MVP of this game the Golden Knights you would think in a game where you're hitting a softball and the big huge Raiders that they would like every other guy would hit one out but actually the Golden Knights won it in a really high scoring game he saw a lot of action 27 to 20 it was team Josh Jacobs versus team Riley Smith team Riley Smith won the game I believe Riley Smith Chris hit a home run in the game and man the send-off I don't know if you got a chance to see the send off but he had about 10,000 they packed Las Vegas uh, you know to get to see these guys up close and as you mentioned you know they're just more user friendly at an event like this but then have Riley Smith home hit home run and it was an opportunity for the fans to say their final goodbye to a legend a legend in Las Vegas and I can't imagine Riley Smith thought 6 7 years ago when he he's called and he says you're 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 going to the Vegas Golden Knights that he would leave a city that he would be well, one of the guys that they talk about in this city and get send offs like that. I can't imagine he ever envisioned that for himself.
1: Well, for, for Riley, his, his legacy in this city will be a, the, the, the softball game, but b that Riley Smith scored the Stanley cup clinching goal for the Vegas golden Knights. So nobody, no matter where Riley goes from here, nobody will ever be able to take that away from him. And, and. I mean, you look at the list of guys that that are on that list with Riley Smith who've scored Stanley Cup clinching goals, and you've got some of the absolute biggest legends in the history of the game. So Riley is in elite company in that regard, and look, it's pretty cool. Riley's a guy we've gotten to know over six years. He'd be a little sarcastic at times, but I always enjoyed my interactions with him. In fact, I kind of like Salty Riley. <laughs> um, I, 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 always enjoyed that, those interactions with him, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the business. It sucks because he, he, he certainly is a guy that will forever be remembered by the fans. And, and, you know, i will be, I'll be curious to see there've been a lot of people who've come into this city post VGK career and have had nice send off videos or, or, or uh, a highlight video. I would imagine Riley's will be one of the loudest that we have heard, if not the loudest. And I'm guessing there's going to be quite a few plays that that need to be left on the cutting room floor, so to speak, because Riley certainly is a guy who had his share of highlights as a member of this franchise. And, you know, I'd be curious to see what highlights they go with. I bumped into someone who works for the Golden Knights a couple couple days ago, actually at Jersey Mike Subs, which is funny. And they were telling me that they were already working on stuff. There's no. There's no off season for those guys. So um, I, I. I can only imagine how there. There's. There's certainly going to be a lot of stuff that's not in that video that Riley did. But I would imagine that the last goal he scored for this franchise will probably somehow make it into that video. That
0: might even come close to closing the video, but you're right, Chris, and, you know, there's so many sports cliches that are overused over time. We've heard them all a million times, but, you know, one that I think, you know, does apply to Riley Smith and should be said is when you say team player, I will always in my life think of he would be one of the guys at the top of that list. A guy that everyone on the team, popularity, was given one of the first numerals on, or I should say, alphabet letters on his jersey. He got an A right up front, and there was a reason for it. It's not a guy that's going to lead your team in, sco- in scoring, probably not going to lead your team in assists, but a guy that is going to lead your team by being, you know, internally emotional, a guy in the locker room, those guys love to hang their hat on, and a guy that's just going to get the job done, and also a guy that for the majority of his time here, Chris, played healthy.
1: Well, that's that's it. And and you mentioned the letter, and there's, there is a reason why Riley did get that letter. And, and you know, just, just to... Because fans don't really know a lot of the dynamics about what goes on post game for us, they hear the they hear the post game sound. And but Riley was the guy who was always willing to come out and speak to the media following not just any loss, but bad losses. And, and he th- didn't like
0: it, and he still
1: did it. And he, he volunteered it. to do yeah. it. Yeah. So so that speaks to the type of guy that Riley is. He's a face the music kind of guy. Of course, Stone was always out there. Following a loss, um, so so I mean, but you wear a letter. Sometimes you got to do the dirty work, and and but Riley was one of those guys who, when the, when that when the highs were high, Riley was there. But when the lows were low, Riley was also willing to face the music from not not so much you and I, but from the media who who's a little bit more. Uh, Grilling in terms of of well, it's her job. I mean, yes, you know, yeah. and, and, so, and
0: and he took some flack at times, and when he, you know, as they all did, everyone yeah. got their scrutiny at times. Riley handled it as good as anybody yeah, did. One, Chris, one and, of the one
1: of the, I'll, I'll just say this about him: he's one of he's one of my favorite people. Um, you know, he's been in the studio a few times promoting the softball game, and and he's always been very accommodating, very friendly guy, very funny guy, um, a family guy. You know, now he's a, he's he's a he's a husband and a dad. I mean, a lot of these guys, right? We've we've not only watched their careers, watch them on, grow up. Yeah, we've watched them yeah. become young guys, and 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 now we've seen them become family men. I mean, William Carlson, another guy, he's got a wife and a and a, and a child. Marchessault, so Marcia already had a, a, a starting. Uh, I well, he had a he had a four when he got here. I think he, I think number five came. He's here. working on a tribe. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely working on it. I mean, he's he's now working on on bench players. Yeah, he is. So, um, but you know, we've we've watched these guys off the ice become part of this community. You know, it's I I I believe Riley's child was born in Las Vegas. That's something that will always be very cool. You know, I mean, Las Vegas. Oh, I think Chris. You know, no matter where
0: he goes from here, and I, I wish him nothing but tremendous success. I think a lot of these guys, Las Vegas, will define their career. Well, and I uh, think when they retire, uh, you know, they may go elsewhere. And I don't know if they'll retire and stamp themselves as Vegas Golden Knights. But I think the I think that, a lot of those guys yeah, will. Yeah, yeah I will. mean,
1: look, Ryan Reeves has bounced around a bunch of times since. Um, you know, it's funny, a great guy to bring up because as much as he he
0: may have been the initial most unpopular move by the Vegas, so yes. as far as the fans go, and yet when he left, he was one of the most popular players yeah, for a fourth-line yeah, fourth yeah. guy that was just about maybe physicality. That guy turned out to be one of the most popular guys here. I think the greatest water conservation commercial I have seen was yeah. the one done by, yeah. by, by Ryan Reeves. I mean, that was a cra- up. He, and he just was a guy that this community embraced. And I'll bet for, even though he was only here the better part of two seasons, I think that he will leave saying, my favorite time in the NHL was with the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, Mates.
1: well, he still, he still obviously has a very close connection with the city. I know he was out with my buddy Tommy Ippolito the other night for dinner. So, um, you know, it, it's he he is a a, a guy who... Fell in love with this city, and the city he just fell bought a car here. With him. Came yeah.
0: here to buy a car recently. I don't know if he still has a house. Yeah, here, but he, he does. Yeah, yeah he must the, because yeah.
1: he came here to buy a car. Yeah, I mean, and and look, he he's a guy who he I I think he's a fan favorite no matter where he yeah. plays. But I don't know if he ever gets or will ever get the love from any city like he's got from no. this city. No, like no. like he just. Personality wise, oh, you gotta to, how do you not love him? And Chris, Riley I mean, excuse me,
0: Ryan Reeves had two different smiles. They both looked identical, but there was one smile of happiness, and there was one smile, as, I'm about to kick your ass. Yes. And yes. those were the two And on the ice, they were the same smile. Exactly the same smile. <laughs> but you knew when you were on the ice and you got that smile. Hopefully you're close to your bench where you can get the hell off the ice. Yeah, because he's, he's he's gonna crush you. And as tough as nails, I'll tell you, you know, I have seen bigger guys like Alech. Vexkin is probably a bigger guy than Ryan, than, than Ryan Reeves. I mean, I, I, I mean, he's just a big dude, but hey, the bottom a line. Pound for pound, Ryan Reeves is probably the most physical guy in the National Hockey League because the bottom line is when he is on the ice, he is out there for one reason—to hit somebody—and you know that. And if you've 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 wreaked havoc on any players on his team, he is out there to seek revenge for that player. And you don't want to at the beginning of a game knock somebody like when he was playing for the Knights, knock somebody like William Carlson down really hard or or, or Mark Stone because the rest of your the rest of the game, you better have your head on a swivel, because yeah, Ryan Reeves yeah. is, is coming for you. But, and that's the kind of player he is, and was a protector, and yet still a fan favorite. You don't see that too often. Yeah. Usually goons are not fan favorites like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the, the love affair, and, and look, I know there's a lot of guys who, who come here in the offseason. Um, look, I think we're going to get to the point where Las Vegas, in terms of, you know, there, a lot of guys work out together in Toronto, but I have a film at some point, Las Vegas, much like it is for the NBA, I have a feeling the NHL. A lot of players are going to start to call Las Vegas their home in the off season because there's a lot here. You know, it, it's it's a great marketing. It's a great city for a guy to market himself. And Riley Smith, you know, I'll, I'll close with saying that he's a guy who who he did a lot for this community. He continued to do a lot for this community even after he was traded as you mentioned $200,000 raised uh, for Brad Garrett's charity. By the way, Brad Garrett, I it it never fails. I'm flipping through the television and I'll come across everybody loves Raymond <laughs> and to this day I don't think that show got the got the credit it deserved for being as funny I think he got a lot of credit because, like, like, you know, you had a guy like Peter
0: Boyle. Oh, in the, 11, dad, was, that, the dad, that dad was amazing. He probably, you know, I he was my favorite character on the I, show. I, I love him from back in the Dream Team. Remember with Michael Keaton when they did the remake of One Flew Over the Cookies? Kup- yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Peter Boyle's in the back and he starts singing, Oh, woman!
1: Oh, and I mean, <laughs> he he, and, and, you know, tremendous the, actor. And, but he like, was so good. I, I, I just think every character on that show... Was was brilliant. They were the mom. The mom Perfect. was the, the prototypical yeah. northeast Italian yeah. mom. The dad was the was the typical surly and and I'm assuming raised from from New York. I I don't know his 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 biography. I don't either, but, but I
0: would think so I would as well. imagine yeah.
1: you know because it was a it was a very New York based show. Yeah, you know he worked for for a newspaper covered the Jets and the Giants and the Mets and but um, you know I, I, it, it's funny because. I think Brad Garrett was was maybe the most underrated and underappreciated character on that show because to be able to play that role, the the, the angry big brother as, as good as he did, I relate out, out of all the characters on that show, I relate to him the most because I I was the big brother growing up. And I was always the one who was kind of cast aside and my brother was the mama's boy and and like it, it's funny because I relate so much to his character on that show. Granted, I, I didn't become a police officer. I'd do something completely useless, unlike his character on that show, but every like I love Deborah. I, I, I thought I, I can't remember the, the, the wife of, of Brad Garrett's character, but of Robert's Robert's wife. I don't remember her name, but it was just such a good show, and, and Brad Garrett, a, a really good guy. I even, you know, I'm not a big commercial guy. Like I think commercials are pretty much a waste of my time when I'm watching television. But the commercials he does for Jimmy John's. They're really funny. Oh, they're good. They're good. Yeah, no, he's, no. he's a really good funny guy. He is, and a, I've seen his stand up. He's a good comedian. Really good. Yes, comedian. his stand up is phenomenal. I, I haven't seen him, but I have heard that. Dirty,
0: but he's a really good guy. On top of it, I've yes, heard nothing yes. but great things about well, this guy. He does guy. the spots for so Nathan many Adelson. community yeah. events. I mean, he just is about the community, and he's really adopted Las Vegas as like a second community for him. Yeah, and yeah. and that, that's really
1: cool. Well, he's and, got the comedy club. You he know, does, the, but, but the, I, the, the 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 hospice commercials that he does. My that, and and. That place, when my father passed, that's where he was. What, what an amazing group of people at Nathan Adelson Hospice. Wow. I, I'll, I'll just say that, and, and it's so cool that he's involved. And you know, the, the people there—they went so above and beyond to make my dad comfortable. And what they did post my dad passing—I was—I I don't know if I've ever told the story, but I was on a plane from Hong Kong to LA and my father passed away while I was about three hours away from landing. Oh my goodness. And they held them for me. They waited six hours for me to get to Las Vegas to be able to, and, they, and the, the nurse, I wish I knew her name, and she told me, she said, you could take as much time as you need. We, we you, This is your, your moment. So you, you get to, you know, you can spend as much time as you need. And I was in there for an hour and they came out and they were like, you sure? You, you don't want to go back in? So. Amazing people there. No, that's really cool. And, I mean, I know I don't really, you know, talk too much about stuff like that, but just an incredible group of people there, and I'll always, will forever keep keep that place in my heart, you know? I mean, I hope I don't ever have to use them again, but... I mean, certainly certainly, just an incredible group of no, people it's, it's
0: great to hear, especially for something like that. You want empathetic people that care and, and look beyond the fact that it's a patient and actually are able to empathize with the family and things along those lines. It's great. My dad's in a facility in Michigan right now that's exactly the opposite. They have people turning over every three weeks. There's new people there. You get people that come in that are really caring and nice. They're gone three weeks later, and then you get people that come in that are jerks. And it's amazing that, you know, and again, and everyone's different, but that you wouldn't be in a facility like that and understand these are people at the end of their road. And you know why wouldn't you want to make them as comfortable as possible if you take a job like that? I don't understand, but that's a conversation uh, conversation for a different show at a different time. Um, you know, closing on the on the Vegas Gold Knights again. Um, you know, really cool to have Riley Smith have his send off. It was great, an, another great event out at the Las Vegas Ballpark, and just shows what this community does and why this community is deserving of having all four of the major professional sports franchises here which they will is I, I I think you know when when all the dust settles the A's will eventually be here I think this will all be put to bed they'll finalize everything in time and there is no question with um Adam Silver's love of Las Vegas that the NBA will be here sooner than later uh you know I I always thought the NBA would be the first team so here did when, I when they had the 2007 yeah. all-star game well, If they wouldn't have botched to... that so yeah. damn badly maybe it would have been here but again David Stern was just never a fan of Las Vegas
1: Well, and that was probably the biggest issue why the think, NBA didn't land here. I, you know, and and everyone like I I I laugh when I see people because there's a lot of bozos on Twitter and social media, and I laugh when people say, "Oh, Vegas, they're not real hockey fans. They don't boo Gary Bettman." Why would Vegas boo Gary Bettman? Like the fact that Gary Bettman didn't care about the gambling, didn't care about the fact that it was a non-traditional market. They, that Las Vegas didn't have any other of the four major professional sports leagues why would Vegas boo Gary Bettman when Gary Bettman was the guy who opened the door a pioneer yeah i, I mean, mean i mean his legacy in Las Vegas will be Uh-oh. that he was the first guy that was willing to take a chance without. on this city as a major league sports town and i mean maybe the raiders come without it without the golden knights i don't know Maybe the maybe I, I I doubt the A's would seriously be looking at Las Vegas if not for the success of. The Golden Knights. Maybe the Aces come. I. I don't well, know. I mean, the, but what what the Golden Knights
0: did, Chris? Like I said, hockey is the fourth of the four major sports. It always has but been it's the, the, the number you know, one sport but, here. But here in Vegas, what it did is it invigorated this town. It it changed the mindset of people on the West Coast yeah. towards hockey, and it made it. I mean, it really it gave it validity in this area. Like hockey is legit, and people here. I. I there is no question right now, in my opinion. If if you took a poll in Las Vegas of the the who's their favorite franchise, oh, you it, know, it's, it's it, the Golden Knights, Golden Knights by far and hands away, down. And yet, if you took a poll in Vegas and across the United States, the number one sport, the NFL, would blow away the NHL, not even close. And, yeah. and that is how that is what the Golden Knights have done for this city. Period. That's the end of it. I mean, but you're right when they when they eventually down the road erect statues to Bill Foley, which they will do, yes, and and probably Mark Andre. Flurry, maybe even George McPhee. You got to consider Gary Bettman because, again, he pioneered that. And how do you not? Like I said, booing him is ridiculous. I mean, the guy should be revered out here for what he has done. He has
1: changed the culture. I think fans, you know, like like I think fans appreciate the fact that Gary Bettman put all that noise to bed, and he proved to the world that this city not only can support a major league franchise, but can support multiple. Major League franchises. And, and I mean, the WNBA, it's not one of the Major League sports. But, but look, you look at what Las Vegas does in terms of attendance and the support that oh. the Aces get. I don't think the other 11 teams in the WNBA combined – Get the type of support. No, I was going to say, Chris, that the Aces get. And you're
0: 100 right. That good segue into our second segment, talking about the Aces today. I'll tell you what. Right now, you know, I have talked about it. You hear the promo that we play at the beginning and the end of the show, talking about how I get tired of hearing, you know, the, the you know, them complain about the salary differential between the men's and the women's game. Again, it starts to me with the beginning of how many games are played. The men play over double regular do season play, games. They play 40 in the WNBA. They play 40, and that's yeah. brand new this year. It was yeah. 36 last year. They you added it used to be 30 yeah. and and the NBA playing 82 regular season games and double what the almost triple what they Well play they also in they the also have season. what 18 more teams no and and bigger arenas you can yeah. accommodate more people but again the the that's all segwaying into saying that the, to, to your point, the Aces are about to be the first ever WNBA franchise to turn a profit at the end of the season. They're, they're I, thought, I thought
1: they did it last year. They,
0: it, it was about break even. I mean, okay. if they did it, was very close to break even. But this year, they're talking about not a substantial profit, but a profit, and that is music to the ears of. Anyone involved in the dumbb BN- NBA because it has been in the black or in the red or the red. Yeah, redics. the league itself
1: for, doesn't make money. No, so for, it's, for, for yeah.
0: years, Chris, and, and you know that, that's what we've we've said. The the problem with them asking for more money is, you, can you imagine any profession, any business that that's losing money every year and employees come and say we need to make more money? Well, it's well, ludicrous. I, look, I think
1: every 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 employee wants to make more money, but I think he, well, what what you've seen. With the Golden Knights and the Aces and the Aviators, is you go out there and you pay for a ticket, and I'll, I'll take the Golden Knights out because I I, I won't say that that's a, a, an inexpensive evening for a family of four. But the Aces it may
0: be the most worth it evening for a family. But, family. but if but, you are going to
1: spend a bunch of money for the that Aces I would Aviators, with. I'll even throw in the uh, the Arena Football team, but. Uh, they have pioneered, and, and I know we just used that word, but going to a game and getting entertained when the game is not taking place. Like, you can go to an Aces game, and you don't need to know anything about the WNBA. In fact, you don't even need to know who any of the players on the Aces are. But I guarantee you, you're going to leave there feeling like you got your money's worth because of what takes place prior to the game and... During intermission, during the breaks. No, you Chris, the bottom line is you will be entertained. Yes. That's the bottom line. And I think these other teams around the league, not just not just the WNBA, but in other sports, they need to grasp that concept that look, I, I went to a Notre Dame football game last year. First time I've ever been to Notre Dame. There's nothing that goes on in between. There's no there's no Huge entertainment during the, the commercial breaks. No. like they're, But that's Notre Dame football. It, they
0: don't need it. it. No, it's a mystique, Chris. You know, it's yeah. funny. Ironically, with Notre Dame, I just saw Rudy was just on again recently. And I can't freaking believe it, dude. I cried again. It's like, every time. how many times have every I seen time. that movie? Yep. And I can't stop getting tears in my yeah. eyes at like four or five points in that movie. If you don't well up, you're missing something inside of yeah. yourself. I mean, it every, is.
1: Every time I watch it. So inspirational. And I know what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: I mean, his dad at the end of the movie, when Ed, uh, what's his name, um... Oh, uh, the 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 actor um, Sean Astin. No, no, the actor that plays is Ned Beatty. Oh, that okay, plays yeah, his yeah, father. yeah, yeah. When he gets up and claps at the end of that movie for his son, it's in, or when he says, "My son's going to Notre Dame." I yeah. mean, the pride. Yeah. we all strive to have our fathers have that kind of pride yeah. in us. Yep. And it was just the whole movie. But again, you know, back to what you're saying about you know, yes, Vegas entertains better than anyone else. They they really have set a benchmark that's almost unattainable for other cities and teams because. Yeah. Of what they can do out here in Las Vegas. The only thing they didn't do this year, Chris, and I brought it up during the Stanley Cup Final, is they didn't have the uh, the Imagine Dragons again, because last year, I I brought up to somebody recently, one of my friends was talking about how much they love Imagine Dragons, and I'm like, I like them too. And it's funny because the first year, after Game 1 and Game 2, they have Imagine Dragons play at the Stanley Cup Final. They never won another
1: game. It's like, we're not doing... Is that that superstition or just... I'll, I'll let you. In a little secret, DJ Joe Green, who is the the DJ during the Golden Knight games, he does a lot of other stuff too. I think he does the aces, and I know he's around town. I mean, he's really good, the guy works his ass off, and he's
0: really good, but
1: uh. He played Imagine Dragons songs in every game of the Stanley Cup Finals. So, it was there. But but they, they, were, not, they weren't yes, there. It's yes. like, don't
0: put them yeah. on the ice. It was It's almost like a tradition. Like, you know, this year, it was so funny because I got so much crap in 2000, 2018, because that was the end of the 2017 season, when people saw my Facebook post of me with my arm around the cup and giving it a smooch when it was at the bar in Beer Park. And I got so much grief. And I knew the lore. Come on, man. I'm from Detroit. I know you're not supposed to touch. The cup. The thing is, my Red Wings already won it a bunch of times. I don't. I don't feel jinxed. But then look what happens. So this year, people are like, "Dude, why don't you, you know, touch it?" When, when I sent a picture with the cup behind me, I'm like, "I'm not getting anywhere flipping near that cup till they win the Stanley Cup, and then I'll go up to it. I'll hug it. I'll embrace it. I'll jump on it. I touched it like four times on the <laughs> ice after, when we were standing on the ice after they won it. But I wasn't getting anywhere near that cup again. And just superstition. We're athletes. Uh, but going back to the with the Aces, Chris, this team right now is a juggernaut in the yes, WNBA. Yeah. I have never seen anything like this. Asia Wilson, 35 points again last night. Is a How good is she? Like, oh my like, god, dominate. 98-81 over the Lynx. You know, they've beaten the Lynx in the, in the three games they played them by an average of like 28 points. This team is so good when they click on all cylinders. And it's funny, they went out and got Candace Parker. And she's not even going to the be there. She she Since she hurt herself, when she hurt herself in a Dallas loss, the last yeah. loss they had, they've they played five games since then and have blown everyone out. I mean, This team is so good. There's no question Asia Wilson runs this ship, but how how good has Jackie Young become since her Olympic yeah. experience? She's become the, one of the, the predominant the guards in the WNBA. The confidence
1: boost that, oh. that she
0: got from and, and winning Kelsey that Plum, the yeah. confidence boost. No offense, like, you know, my feeling for Bill Ambir has changed a great deal since my day when he spit on me in the locker room <laughs> in the palace. I like the
1: Chicken guy. Chicken wings. You no, know, yeah, I yeah. like
0: the guy. Now, he was funny at the Aces. He was accommodating. He came on my show. He was gracious. But it seems like Chelsea, uh, uh, excuse me, Kelsey Plum did not have the confidence in herself that she had when she left Washington as the greatest scorer in college basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean she was. And, she and then was as star. soon as Becky Hammond gets here and Lambeer leaves, she lit up, and all of yeah. a sudden she got back that scoring prowess she had in college. And this team, in general, they are a fun team to watch in the WNBA. They get excited, and Asia Wilson, one of the most emotional players you will see. I mean, you couldn't pick a better face for this league yeah. than her yeah. because of how accommodating. She is the way she is with kids, the way she is with the media. Somehow she musters up a smile in almost any situation. Yeah, and and she is the perfect spokesman. So it's not surprising that the Aces will be the first, um, the first uh, six, I, I don't want to say successful, but the first profitable franchise in WNBA history. And I hope That's it incredible. continues. Yeah. it is, and I hope it continues. What's incredible is that they're 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 the first. They are, and they, it, it goes from the top to bottom. Hiring a guy like John Jiggy Maxwell, that guy sends out like seven. Emails a day. Yeah. Uh, He's no a good one, dude. Other good than Jim dude. Gemma, nobody sends out emails like yeah. John Jiggy Maxwell. Those two guys work so hard at what they do. Yeah. And it's a pleasure to have an opportunity to work with them. And I hope those two guys stay in place forever, at least in Vegas somewhere, because you you know, every person in media or watching with me, go and see what they do and how they accommodate. Yeah, they get overwhelmed, they get bogged down, they spin in circles, but somehow they take care of business, they accommodate, they get back to you. And for us, it makes our job because we we are trying to promote all these teams and I, promote might not be the right word but we are trying to cover all these teams and give them the best exposure we can and without cooperation of the media staff you it's can't hard. get it's it, hard to do without yeah. question and, and 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 seriously applause to J- to Maxwell and to our boy Jimmy Gemma up at the Las Vegas Aviators they just do a great job they're always there and they find a way to get back to you no matter how busy they are
1: yeah i mean look jiggy jiggy is is he's a, first of all he's he's a great a human being um, so I'll say One that of the about, best sock games in Vegas oh yeah 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 he he, he he's got it going on and you know it, it, it's just I like to see people who who are good people get rewarded Asia Wilson is a good person yeah and I've met her mom and her mom you could tell where she gets personality from actually I think I met her dad too um and just really good people like you could tell that she comes from a good family uh South Carolina small town in South yeah. Carolina but what, what amazes me is, you know, I mean, you look at a school like South Carolina, SEC school, not a ton of history in, in football, certainly, although they did have Steve Women's Spurrier. basketball, though, they're dominating because they got a they, great coach.
0: I mean, they, they, they've is got, as good of a coach as... the,
1: the first athlete to get a statue at yeah. the University of South Carolina yeah. was Asia Wilson. So, yeah. I mean, that tells you that she transcends not only the WNBA... But women's college basketball. Well, well, Chris, the thing with
0: Asia Wilson is what makes her special is when your leader is that friendly, that accommodating, yeah. it, it trickles down to the rest of the team. Yes, like how yeah. can you not be when the best player in the league is and she's on your team? Well, she's she's you better damn well Very, be. very funny
1: girl. Yeah, and it but it trickles um, down to where yeah. the other players when you're loose talk to them. Yes, loose Without you know, question. She she keeps things real, but, but she keeps things loose. But when you screw up on the court, oh,
0: she yeah. is the first one in your ass to say, hey get it together and we need you we need well, you
1: it, it starts with when she leads by example that's yeah well the that's best it like like have. she holds herself to a high standard and she holds herself accountable when things go bad i mean you know you all you gotta do is look back to that series against phoenix when they lost in the the, the final two years ago as heartbroken as anyone i've and, ever seen and she held herself accountable yep. she picked yep. herself up and she said you know what i'm not going through this again nope And and to this point, she hasn't. And and you look at, at, at who the best team the WNBA has been since that point, and it's not even debatable. Like... And like and, it, it, it was so good, they they are they are so good that the New York Liberty had to go out and basically create this super team to try to yeah. knock the aces off their perch.
0: Statistically and maybe overall, you might find a couple other players. You say, well, what about Brianna Stewart and some of the other well, Brianna Stewart that, a, are, that a, are just a great player, that are just too, unbelievable. But, yeah. but Asia Wilson is just all encompassing because of the way she relates to everyone else on her team, and as we said, the way she just handles herself in every situation
1: might to me makes her the most. Valuable player in the WNBA. Oh, yeah. and, and, and and when like it's I all said, when it's all said and done, I don't know if she'll go down as the greatest player in the history of the WNBA. I mean, look, there been, have been Cheryl Swoops was probably the first. One of the oh. most influential players yes, she will but, go down as. But Asia Wilson will go down as one of the all-time greats in this game because no she, she is so good at so many different things. She can bring the ball up the court. She can shoot rebounds. I'll tell you this, Chris. I'm going to leave it at this because we got to move on, but I will
0: leave it at this. that If you haven't had a chance or get, to get, get an opportunity to see the practice facility in Henderson, I strongly I recommend you make the effort to do so. But what I was going to say is that, you know, number one, it's by the grace of Mark Mark Davis who takes the WNBA seriously, and as you've talked about on the show, Chris, he calls the Raiders 1A and the Aces 1B. Yeah. That's how much he likes and respects this team. But let me tell you something. That facility vas- Facility in part, every player and everyone involved in the WNBA and especially in the Aces organization needs to go thank Al- Asia Wilson. She is partially responsible for that building being there. Just her presence on this team makes a guy like Mark Wilson or excuse me, Mark Davis, warm up to her. Yeah. And I think she is part of the reason because he plans on keeping her till she's done playing in the WNBA. As he should. And he wanted to get a facility to entice somebody like her and other people yeah. like Candace I Parker mean, look, if, if to want to
1: come. You, you you've seen star players in this league switch teams? Oh, she's be, going nowhere. Yeah. I mean, she she will forever. She's a, yeah, yeah. She, she's a girl that would take a pay cut to stay in Las Vegas. I think so,
2: That's yeah. how much
0: this team is. Let's move on. Spencer, I want to bring you in. I, I The bones with Spencer, the Las Vegas Raiders update. In a recent article by Pro Football Focus, they ranked their top 50 players heading into the 2023 NFL season. There were multiple players for the Raiders who appeared on the list, including Max Crosby, The list also included, obviously, Devontae Adams, who was the highest-ranked wide receiver by the site. Adams is coming off the best season of his career, catching 100 passes and going over 1,500 yards once again. He had another year with double-digit touchdowns. He was dominant in his first year with the Raiders and proved that uh, he didn't need... um, Aaron Rodgers to be successful because Derek Carr you know he could add way more yards if Derek Carr would have been accurate half the time so this is a great wide receiver also, he had some things to say that didn't make people happy about how important he feels it is to sign Josh Jacobs to help off- offset the pa- the passing game. Spencer, what, you know, what do you hear about Josh Jacobs? Because right now, that's probably the biggest talk next to Jimmy Garoppolo. You heard something coming in that Jimmy G should pass his physical today. I've heard he's already passed his physical. They just haven't announced it yet. Jimmy G will come off the pup soon, but the big question is Josh Jacobs. I mean, Chris said it last week you know it's funny um And Spencer, I sent you a picture of a statistic you can put up that Chris will like to see too because he was right out talking about running backs last and how, you know, it's a a position you shouldn't invest a great deal. You shouldn't let it hurt your salary cap because these guys, if they have a four year successful career, meaning they they show a thousand yards for four straight years, that's a hell of a career from the running back position because of how dangerous that position is. You're a pinball and you're getting hit constantly. That's what it's about. You carry the football. But... Josh Jacobs last year proved to be one of the best, if not considered, at least in the discussion of being the best running back in the National Football League, based on his durability, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield to run, and Josh can even throw a block or two. How much do the Raiders need him, Spence, and are they going to sign this guy, and is he even going to play this year?
2: Yeah, I don't know. He, he may end up pulling a Le'Veon Bell. At least that's what it seems like. Uh, that, that'd be really unfortunate. I mean, I know he doesn't want to play under the franchise tag, but it is $10 million, and you did bring up the statistic, right? That on average, the NFL running back makes less than a kicker. But a lot <laughs> I
0: mean, of the- can you believe that, Chris? You, like to your point, an average, average NFL L- running back this past year, based on salary, makes less than an average NFL kicker.
1: Yeah. Well, I see Spencer's got the uh, the, the kicker for the Ravens, and and. Uh, I'm blanking on his name, the guy. The guy. Oh yeah, uh, but, but uh, Justin. Um, Justin. Justin Turner. Justin, T- Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. Jeez. I saw him kick that, the sixty. I that, was that, there that, when that he kicked tell, the sixty. That tells you that, that right there tells you the fact that I can't even think of the guy's name. <laughs> but uh, I, the, how much? You know, it's funny because you got the average salary. First of all, there's only thirty two kickers in the league. Nobody carries a backup kicker, but running back. Yeah, you're you know, averaging all so, the running so, backs, so it's but, a little bit unfair. But, how much of, of of that is inflated by what Justin Tucker makes? Because he's 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 probably a Hall no, of Fame and, kicker, and the fact
0: that are they uh, when they give that statistic, the one thing they didn't say is that just starting running backs or is that yeah, all running backs? But, because each team has three or to, four. To, of to, them.
1: to the point, I if I am a, a general manager in the NFL, first of all, I'm going with running back by committee because I don't care. I'm churning these guys out. I don't care. It sounds it sounds bad, and it is that I don't care, but. Look, I like Josh Jacobs. He's a he he's, by all accounts seems like a really good guy as well. Like that seems to be a theme here. But I'm not paying him. I'm sorry. Get your ass in the camp or sit out. I I think now, I think the Raiders are in a situation much different than a lot of other teams around the NFL. Like the Eagles, they don't need to have a star running back because they've got really good quarterback. They've got a really good offensive line who protects that quarterback. Look, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl with with running back by committee. Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh round pick last year. They don't need a star running back. Well, Zayir so White could this could be a year he yeah, really does. Yeah, yeah. This kid White looks right? like, like he has like, the chance that, so, so the ability
0: to break out. If, if, so. if
1: Josh Jacobs doesn't want to show up, look, next in line. Yeah. And and Zamir White will certainly fill the role. I don't know if he'll fill it as good as Josh Jacobs no, did. but there's a lot of potential. But, this but like kid the thing good. is for the Raiders, this position is a lot more important than it is, say, for other franchises around the league because we don't know what we're getting from Jimmy Garoppolo. We have no idea. I mean, if if he's going to be anywhere, look, I'll say this about Jimmy Garoppolo: when he's healthy, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback.
0: But I like really good better than great. I right, think great, yeah, 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 really good quarterback. He, he's good enough to win you
1: games. Hey, he's played in the biggest game there is. Yeah, he's played and, in some huge, huge he games. He almost it, won. Yeah. So I mean, if not if not for Pat Mahomes being Superman. No, I say Jimmy if, no, I say if not the Super for
0: Kyle Shanahan deciding to the the whole game, they're running the football effectively, yeah, and all of a well. sudden at the end of the game, he puts the ball in Jimmy G's hands, and not you know it was just unfair to Jimmy G. Why would you go well, away? Well, he from gets something unfairly criticized
1: for, for for that well, loss. Well, here's why he's, he's not shouldn't. unfairly
0: criticized. And Spencer, chime in on this because with Jimmy G again, I think he's past his physical. Um, I I don't think any of us doubt that he will be the starting quarterback. He'll be there and available for the first game of the season unless he does get into a preseason game at some somehow get you know has some type of a setback but Spencer my biggest concern for me the reason of this is his history and the amount of games he's missed as Chris said when he's healthy he's a really good quarterback the problem is his health he has had issues with that throughout his career and the bottom line is sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo is a long time backup in the NFL who's had his moments and his chances to start but we and when I say we I say we as a community in Las Vegas do not want to bank on Brian Hoyer doing anything other than coming in for a mop-up role every now and again if the Raiders are way ahead or way behind in a game simply because you don't want to get Jimmy G hurt. But other than that, if if Brian Hoyer is a guy they're going to have to count on for any stretch during the season, this is going to be a very long season for the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: Well, long wouldn't describe it. And I think you'd probably see Aiden O'Connell a lot sooner. I don't think Brian Hoyer would play a whole season. I think they'd give this kid a chance. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he can do in preseason. But, yeah, you're right, Brian. There is no season without Jimmy G. But I also have a lot of confidence, like you said. Like, I heard that the, the physical is going to pass today. I think he'll be ready. They've already done photo shoots with him. And I just don't think that all of these things would be happening if they didn't feel very confident that he'd be ready for training camp, let alone, like, week one. And I've been talking about it. I don't think he's going to play in the preseason. But uh, he'll be ready to shoot up for week one. I, I would be shocked at this point if that didn't happen. And we'll just have to see, you know, how it goes. I, I do think it'll be better than Derek Carr. I mean, they're both going into year one. But Jimmy G knows the system a lot better. And I think he's going to be a lot more comfortable. And it's not, you know, he's leaving a great wide receiver in Debo Samuel for the 49ers. But I don't think Devontae Adams is a bad replacement for that.
0: No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Spencer. And I, and I think, you know, Jimmy G is going to come in feeling a little bit more comfortable because Josh McDaniels has an established relationship with Jimmy G. He likes him where Derek Carr was was his, his excuse. It was his, his crutch to lean on for them not playing well. Well, now he's not going to have that crutch. He took away all excuses because he's banking on Jimmy G. The last thing about the Raiders, Spencer, the big rumor, rumor is, and, and I'm looking forward to it because I think it would be a big signing for the Raiders, there's a free agent out there that's supposed to sign tomorrow, Marcus Peters, um, you know, with the Ravens the last couple of seasons. This is a guy that can come in and help right away. There's veteran leadership there. There's a guy that, that can play his position very, very well. And from what I've heard, we should expect him to sign with the Raiders tomorrow
2: yeah uh so that's yeah marcus peters a really exciting mostly a lot because he seems like a raiders guy he just seems like someone who belongs i think he's been a long time raiders fan i mean it's been talked about for a while marcus peters coming here he obviously started his career at the chiefs but this is such a good signing for so many reasons obviously he's just going to come in as a day one starter but there is like room for one more starter in the secondary i believe and i think this is going to push whoever that is someone's going to get cut who's pretty decent pretty talented guy talking about like you know the brandon facens the tyler hall who i thought had some really good plays last year duke shelley amik robertson sam webb like all these guys are on the roster kind of floating around all of these guys who have made you know plays at certain points in time especially amik uh one of these guys is going to get cut because there's not that many room there's not that much room in the secondary and then you also have the Ricky chakori and bennett so i'm hoping personally that amik robertson ends up being the one who steps up because i just feel like He's kind of the guy who i've been looking at for a long time i loved him on draft day he's had some good and and bad and i think that you know with this signing a guy who's that tough and like potentially you know basically dropping him out of the roster if he doesn't play like that could be really really good that or tyler hall i loved tyler hall last year i thought he was an undrafted free agent i really like what he did and i i can't wait to see what he does in year two so i cannot wait uh you know for uh preseason which is as silly as that sound, no one cares about preseason. But I think the Raiders, more than anybody, have so many interesting positions to look at
0: you know Spencer it's funny the one thing you said you don't hear very often especially when talking about the Raiders that they're going to have to cut somebody that's really good in the secondary because of how strong their secondary could potentially be picking up Marcus Peters uh, man having to say we're going to cut someone in the secondary because there's too many good players back there I don't remember saying about that, that about the Raiders in years and years maybe back to the 1980s so that's a pretty strong statement coming from you and I think that bodes well for the Raiders their last line of defense man the secondary has been a problem and uh, so is their linebacking in position, which I'm not sure is shored up yet. But I think they're going to be okay in the second year. And I think Marcus Peters is a huge signing for him. And let's segue into, since we're talking football, go ahead and segue into Fact This, Spence. Fact This. Fact this. If you don't like the facts, take your ass back
1: to bed. Fact This.
0: It is a fact as it stands If Aaron Rodgers plays football in 2024, he will be due $107 million. This is simply untenable. And based on what Aaron Rodgers said yesterday about his future NFL plans, the Jets have to be gearing up to rework his contract.
1: I'm not a cliche guy. Most people would say I'm just taking this one day at a time and one year at a time. But, um, you know, the Jets gave up a lot for me. So, you know, to just play one year, I think, would be a disservice. Now, if that one year turns out to be a magical year, who knows? But it's more than that. It's how my body feels. But the way I feel now, you know, I think I could, I think i play.
0: The way I feel now, I think I could play another year for $107 million, is what he was meaning to say, kind of left that out of his speech there. But, you know, Chris, the Jets have to be gearing up for this. The Jets currently have created about $23 million in cap space. Rumors are that they're interested in picking up Delvin Cook. I know that's not on your priority list for this team. Delvin Cook's a pretty solid back. He's had his injury issues. But, you know, the last couple years, he's stayed relatively healthy. He has proved what he can do. And I think, you know, Rodgers wants all the pieces in place to Potentially be successful, the one thing Delvin Cook does bring besides Past success is experience to that running back position. Along now you've got a a, a pretty experienced veteran backfield. And Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I really think this guy is going to help the New York Jets change the philosophy at the quarterback position. I think Jets fans like yourself are relieved that they're not out there trying to establish another young quarterback and saying, okay, stop this. We showed last year that we are an improved football team. We're missing a guy under center to lead this team. They realized Zach Wilson was not that guy. And uh, and and moving on to Aaron Rodgers now, but Sam Donald, Zach Wilson, a lot of people like the name Aaron Rodgers sliding in there. But Chris, you know, based on his comments, he looks to play more than one year, and that is 107 million dollars poses a problem for anyone. They're going to rework his contract, but I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, will settle for less
1: money to keep playing. I would hope. Well, I don't care about the salary. Like like, look, the the NFL is is salary is always. Salary cap is something that's easily manipulated in the NFL. Teams need to get under it. They find ways to get under it. I don't really care about that. I'm not even thinking about next year right now. I'm thinking about right now for the Jets. And my my priority, as you mentioned, Dalvin Cook, not very high on my list. Look, if Brees Hall is unable to go, then you go out and you get Dalvin Cook. But Brees Hall last year in— He looked pretty damn good to me. He looked really damn good, and that was with a quarterback who couldn't throw the ball. So— I can only imagine how good he'll be with with Aaron Rodgers. Uh look, the, the the Jets offensively, I'm I'm my my concern is still their offensive line. Um you know, it's one of those things that that they didn't really go out and improve very much in the off season. Uh hopefully Macai Becton, a guy who was a star as a rookie but hasn't been healthy since two blown knees uh one on each side. So certainly that's a concern. Uh but look, I mean the Jets went out and they got Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. Those are two guys that Aaron Rodgers has some familiarity yes, with. So so if I was a fantasy player, I'd be looking at, at maybe Alan Lazard being one of those late sleepers. Yeah. Because he could have a big Rogers year. Rodgers liked him in um, Green Bay and, yeah. and he's he's definitely a part of the reason he's but, in New York. You know, now. they got they got they got Quinn and Williams signed. Yeah. So things looking up in New York, although I'm I'm always the the eternal pessimist when it comes to my, my jets, but hey. But you, you know, know who what? you're talking to, right? Yeah, I, I'm well aware. And and look, I mean, all the hype is about the Lions, and I'm waiting for them to just fall flat oh, on their face. Because, because, Brian, I, I, I hate to break it to you, the Minnesota Vikings are still there. They're yeah, still they're, pretty well,
0: good. Even though they might be a house of cards when you get outside of the NFC Within North, the division, it's still I, the NFC North, yes, Chris. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know I'm not disagreeing at all that I'm not counting any chickens before the And I like they Dan
1: Campbell. Like, I, I want to see the Lions have— Look, yeah. for— I know. I'm not even but, but, counting but, chickens in the eggs, and the eggs are people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, look, I I, 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 know you and Chris Wynn and, and Clay Baker and Tony Benici and all these long suffering, our buddy Bernie Frato, long suffering Lions fans, like. Come on, guys! Could, could 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 we please? Could the football gods deliver us a Jets I Lions deliver, but, but Super Bowl? But the key is, like, how how
0: incredible would that be? It would be unreal. I take. I'd a, probably would talk I'd, to you I'd, for two weeks. Yeah, I, I I know, but you know, the the whole thing is, we'd both be ecstatic, and it would be uh, a really cool rivalry. And from your mouth to God's ears, I can say all of them. But please, people, don't start drinking the Kool Aid. No, until I, this I, team I have is a feeling headed to the that, playoffs. That,
1: look, I, I, I hate to tell you. I think Detroit's in for disappointment. The more the more I'm I hear, the
0: more that I start to read. Rhetoric. Rhetoric. People stop the rhetoric. Listen, before we get off there, I did also want to mention a huge some huge NFL news. A guy, Chris Jones, for the Kansas City Chiefs. They need to pay this guy. He is in the last year of his four year eighty million dollar contract. He He's wants a, a new deal. Player. And a and at this point, the two sides are very far apart. Statistics of when Jones is on the field compared to when he is not are staggering. And to me, second best defensive tackle in the league behind Aaron uh, behind Aaron Donald and he might even be the best because Donald fell off last year and was hurt. Listen, we're out of time. Good luck to the women's soccer team. Plays their second stage one game against uh, the Netherlands this coming Wednesday. The Aviators on the road at Salt Lake today. They'll be home for a six game stand starting on Tuesday against one of my favorite name teams, the Sugarland Space Cowboys. And that's about it, man. We'll, we'll see you next week. I want to thank Spencer, the Wiz Ostrowski, Chris Magnum-Chapman for hooking us up. I'm Brian Feldman. Out of Lines here every Sunday Sunday from 8 to 9 on Fox Sports Radio. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.